0: Hello, and welcome to the Chris Kirkwood Podcast. My name is Bill Cody, and I'm the producer of the show. Today's guest is Bob Forrest. Bob is a singer and songwriter. He fronted the Los Angeles band's Telodious Monster and the Bicycle Thief. He's also known for being close friends and a former roommate to both Anthony Kiedis and Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But he's perhaps best known as a drug counselor, appearing alongside Dr. Drew Pinsky on the VH1 series Celebrity Rehab. He currently runs the Bob Forrest Rehab Centers located here in Los Angeles, and let's start the show. All right, Uh, this is the Chris Kirkwood Podcast, and (laughs) (laughs) we're calling it. It's the Chris Kirkwood Podcast, like (laughs) Gary Stanley, or it might be (laughs) the the Old Man Ball Sack Story (laughs) Podcast. Welcome, welcome, Welcome. all are welcome in the light. As we said, we have, we have. (laughs) <laughs> the great Bob Forrest here speaking with Chris Kirkwood. And uh, why don't you introduce yourself? I am Bill Cody. I am good friends with a filmmaker and good friends with the two gentlemen here. Uh, and uh, the instigator of this podcast. The instigator of this podcast.
1: But Bill was my sponsor in AA for many years. Sweet, sweet, <laughs> sweet.
2: A lot of good it did. <laughs>
1: I really grew up. He really helped me grow up. Take okay. responsibility for myself. Bill,
0: will you touch my balls? <laughs> um, so why don't we start out with the first time Bob saw the Meat Puppets play. It was right down the street, 19,
1: it might 80, well, 81 probably. Uh, you opened for DNA at the L.A. Press Club, yeah. and I had never seen hippies like that.
2: Yeah, no, we were totally hippies, you know, <laughs> with like fucking acid heads with, you know, Bad, bad vibes, and you know.
1: Yeah, because I came from a sheltered suburban Los Angeles Republican background. Sweet, sweet. So I'm trying was... to get there. <laughs> so apparently, Arizona's changed Republican. Oh, through. no, we
2: totally have, and it's it's mostly my doing. You know, I've I've been like the 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 point of the fucking of the spear.
1: <laughs> you do hate liberals, don't you? All you, all you weird people oh, hate God liberals. Goddamn
2: fucking liberals. So I would just like to say thank you to bill for instigating this whole goofball bunch of podcast weirdness and uh you know that i've, I've only been expecting it to to fall flat on its face as, as you know or me at least as badly as it possibly can because I, it's my oeuvre i and i i, I, di- I disagree heartily, but but that's fine and then and i would like to thank bob for coming down and being our very first guest on our very first podcast that's fine. Well, goofball bunch of crap you know i mean if it's, it just is what it is. Is this good? Am I doing well? Is You're doing it, great. You're doing professional.
1: Now that was professional. Let's get back to what pods? we were talking about before <laughs> this. Go straight to what so, you were talking about before this. So uh, let's just cut to the most okay. memorable. So I, in, you know, like many kids in Southern California, just idolized SST and Meat Puppets and Minutemen, and I was in the audiences, you know, for that next five years probably. And then I played music and ended up, you know, there's just the elders that you look up to. And then I got to know Chris and it's this he's not really an elder to look up to <laughs> No. <laughs> he's actually that you no, kind I'm of try sack. to keep safe. You know what I mean? Then it's your responsibility. You're trying to keep your elder guy you look up to from killing himself. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah you tried. You tried. I I'll tried. give you that, Bob, you know. You know. Like, Don't blame you yourself. Many
1: a night that we that I was worried for you.
2: Yeah. You well, know, it got got kinda feisty there, but
1: but you, luckily, you mix drugs that aren't a contrary indicated. Yeah, right. No, so that's those that purposeful. Taking hallucinogens and alcohol and cocaine. And yeah,
2: you know, and all those things mixed, they, go, they, together they well. go together well. Yeah, they're no, really they're like do. you know the meshing of the of the fucking fingers, you know.
1: Yeah, so that was that was my second adventure, like coming up in L.A. and and just looking up to them, and then eventually having this friendship and. I ended up getting bad into drugs and got off of drugs, and I had a passion for getting people off of drugs, which people still think I have to this day. I don't really have it anymore. I just do it for a profession. But You've
2: done it well professionally. (laughs) Now you're a TV star. I know.
1: But but when I first got sober, I and Anthony Kiedis just thought, all our friends that we love, we got to save them. That was a shocking experience. Yeah, so Chris— Chris was second on the list. Gibby Haynes was first, and Chris was second. And Gibby, we failed at it. both approaches. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so
2: touching. I, I have to say, here's here is what the story is. I, I, I will admit to having, you know, gotten pretty far out, definitely, uh, you know, considerably far out. And to the degree that, you know, I was fairly inaccessible. And I'm sitting in my little, you know, hidey hole. And I get garage. a phone oh, Yeah, yeah. You weren't
1: even in your house. Yeah,
2: no, no. That, that was our little studio, actually. That's where the oh, band really? practiced. Yeah, we like soundproof that thing and it was had so a...
1: much tinfoil and pipes around it. It was oh, hard dude, to no, see no, that no, there no. was a recording. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> don't, you know,
2: watch your feet, you know. <laughs> so uh, all of a sudden I get a phone call, you know, and I'm and like, I answer it, and I'm like, hello. And it was like, Chris, it's Anthony. It was Anthony. It was yeah. Kiedis, Anthony Kiedis, right? You know, yeah. from the Chili Peppers. And he's, uh, And he's, I'm like, well, what's up, Anthony? And he told me I'm out in front of your house with Bob. <laughs> and I'm like, Bob, Bob Forrest. And I'm like, what? The, what do you mean you're out in front of my house? Really? It's you know? And I'm like sitting there going, man, this is some already, good dope. He had man. already <laughs>
1: climbed into your window of your house and walked around in there.
2: Awesome. I didn't know that detail. <laughs> no, we That's were on sweet. a mission from God oh, to save lovely, people. Oh, lovely, lovely. So you saw some of the the stinky details of yeah, it all. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and uh,
1: and but I remember your reaction for the first ten minutes when we were in this. St- I thought it was a garage. It could have been a studio. It was a garage, yeah. but it had
2: been transformed into a studio. <laughs> it had been transformed, and then transformed back into a, into a garage. fucking garage with a, the horrid <laughs> so, little rodent so that, for, You know,
1: you would take it to crack, and then you'd look at and you'd like look, at, and then you'd look at me and go, "Are you guys playing? Why are you guys
3: out here?" Totally, I was <laughs> you
4: know? And
1: we're like, "No, we came to take you back to LA to go to rehab," and he's like. So what are you guys doing out here? <laughs> Y'all want some crack? <laughs> yeah, it was funny. And people get really like sad about things like that, but it was a lesson learned. like I learned about you can't force these things on people. Yeah, right? no, you
2: definitely can't. I, I don't know. I mean, rehabilitation is an interesting thing. I think it comes when it can, you know? I mean, ultimately, you know what it took for me to get off dope was, Person. you know yeah fucking prison getting shot and having to go to fucking prison you know what I mean it's just now like that, that's
0: one of my favorites well, because I tell people it's like my friend went to federal prison and I go uh, for what I said well a uh, uh, postal guard shot him and yeah, they're like yeah. they're like no yeah, no I, no
1: I, when uh, I well, heard we, it I thought that's Chris Kirkwood right, right there fighting over parking space
3: and ended up getting shot boom but how, you
4: shot me <laughs> <laughs> how could you
3: shoot me such a nice guy you said that hurt. And it
2: didn't hurt that much, actually. actually <laughs> you know, uh, it uh, it uh, knocked me on my ass. I it, I, I, I I doinked my head on the sidewalk when it when it when it knocked me down. I he shot me in the back. Let's get let's get the, that clear. You know, and I didn't cry in court. There was some uh, you know, some you questions didn't about Sue that. the county? Um, no. I mean, I had to go to fucking prison. You know, there was no like suing anybody. You know, it's like sh- shuttle off to to uh penitentiary for two years that one was like close to two years I there's know, another so. one
1: that i don't know about
2: yeah i i, I, I did a lot of time I, I you know i went through a lot of, of of uh definitely rough shit with the whole you know dope thing and it was it was it was strange you know because some of my pals out here like you know y'all were yeah. going through some stuff and and just a different tack on things in phoenix you know yeah. you know where i'm from i'm from phoenix arizona and uh
1: don't ask they, for help.
2: They want, no, they want no love, you know what I mean? There definitely weren't no love from the fucking authorities and whatnot, you know, so I I wound up doing, you know, yeah, I did time before that, you know, and that that last, the last go around with the shooting and all that shit was the last time I did, did time, you know, so, and I've been out for a fucking minute, you know, but. That's when in the in the
1: recovery racket, we call that it takes what it takes.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 well, you know. that, that was a little bit more than I needed to ask what it takes, you know what I mean?
1: I Why didn't you, you ever know. just move that way?
3: You can uh, still cool be enough. high
2: now. Oh, I'd still be stoned as fuck floating around. <laughs> the cops would be like, oh, that guy. Just give oh, him a pass. This, free pass. You know, that second pass.
1: record's so great. Let him go. Yeah. <laughs> that's I what know. happens out here.
2: I know. I mean, that's what I was... I saw it happen. I saw. I was it, in like,
1: Flea one time on PCH. He, was going, he had this new car. He was going 135. Sweet. And we get pulled over. And he's like, I think I have a warrant out for my arrest. And I was like, oh, ah. my God. <laughs> And he goes, just shut up, just shut up. And the guy comes while he rolls the window down, and he, he looks up and the cop goes, is that who I
3: think it is? Uh, so and
1: he yeah. goes, if you think it's Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, it is. Yes, it certainly is, sir. <laughs> That's Los Angeles totally. justice. Yeah, I you could have had that if you would have just come out uh, here.
2: I should have. I I'm going to. <laughs> i'm going to you got any got any good hookups <laughs> yeah oh man
1: but i wondered why you never joined in with that sst even within the sst world you seemed like outsiders
2: yeah we always were you know the 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 meat puppets i'm the bass player in the meat puppets just for people you know to clarify <laughs> the <laughs> fucking <people> situation not... <laughs> huh? yeah. they might well, not i don't know we they don't gonna, know who we the fucking meat puppets the are opening, but, i want
1: to uh, be somebody i want to be somebody, <laughs> somebody
4: soon <laughs> You, we were always I outliers. Guess the lead I mean guess I'm, I'm the
1: drummer from the Who's Could Bob Forrest. You are. They won't know you the Bob Forrest, they, Oh, yeah, with no. that Who's they would. Name a band that nobody knows who the drummer is.
2: Uh, Led Zeppelin.
1: John Bonham? People Bob, would know Bob, that.
2: Bob Forrest? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, I, I love you. That's what we used to get into clubs. Fucking Moby Dick. We used to get into clubs because Matt Dyke, my friend, was really handsome and he looked like a rock star more than rock stars. And we, I used to sneak it to the doorman that that's the dude from Night Ranger. Oh, Because nobody knew who Night Ranger looked like, and they would always let us in. Yeah,
2: Night Ranger. Oh, yeah. dude,
1: the dude from Night
2: Ranger. I've I've always stolen those people's look.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a good band. But what's it feel like to be a legend?
2: Bill.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I've only been a legend for a minute, so you so, might ask. I'm trying to get you adapted to the feeling.
1: No, there's so many questions <laughs> I have for you. Like, you know, everybody's always liking the music that they're doing now, but then when you've made the records you've made, you know that people want to hear those songs and that those songs are immortal, and those albums are forever and kids 12 years old start listening to them and they want to hear those songs. Yeah. How do you feel
2: about that? That's all right. That's all right. I remember reading a quote by uh, like uh, what's his name? Uh, when the sun hits your eye like a big pizza pie. that's oh, Tom amore. Jones? No, no. Engelbert Humperdinck. Dean it, Martin. No, I still. Uh, <laughs> we don't even close, know. Who's close, close. <laughs> wait, wait. What's his Tom name? Oh, well, you know, and uh, oh, uh you, anybody would like to call that in can win <laughs> themselves a free Chris Kirkwood <laughs> podcast T-shirt.
1: So what did he say? <laughs> he said, you the know, song people he was hear? glad
2: to fucking have it, you know what I mean? Glad to have something to be able to continue to be able to play, you know, and to give something, something that they wanted. And I mean, we do that. We, we definitely still address, you know, some of the stuff that people know, you know, there's a handful of stuff that people know, but we'll also go to the places that we want to go as well, you know? Yeah. And those songs remain alive. I don't know. It's just somehow, I mean, it's one of the things that's magical about what, where we've gotten to I mean you know it's, uh, I'm a crusty beat up old shit you know what I mean and don't want to belabor the point but to have allowed you know to have gotten to the point that we have as a uh, you know as a you know a musical entity or whatever as a band you know is is, is fucking interesting you know and that, that it still actually has some vitality to it you know because they don't just get played out you know they're still you know no we, we t- take them to the place. but i mean you know how people
1: to. are like you go see elvis costello or like a lot of people don't want to play songs that you want to hear and you know they're always i went and saw elvis costello one time and i didn't go see the tour where he did the burt Backrack thing i went and he came to the solo tour right so because i hated that burt Backrack record i didn't want to hear it so then I go to the solo show, and the fifth song he starts playing at uh, the Wiltern turn of off the Burt Backrack record. I yelled out, "Give us a fucking break!" And he like stopped playing. Oh right, right. <laughs> like, like, Well, there's that Burt side of things I would mean, that... be at the Burt Backrack show. there's
2: that side of things too. You know, <laughs> I remember we're, I, we I, we we told our mom we were going to go camping, right? And you know because we wanted to use her car or tr- yeah. her little mini truck a chevy love you know and we like <laughs> fucking drove over here to see beef heart at those last shows he did at that uh, golden at bear the, at, i think it was the ones we saw were at the fucking whiskey you know mm-hmm. and there was a point where you know he's doing what he's doing and somebody starts yelling in the audience you know they're like beef you know kind of <laughs> kind of griefing him a little bit right and at, at a point he just stops and he's like Fuck off, right? <laughs> and I'm just sitting there going, oh, far out, you know? And he's like, no, fuck off. I mean it. I'm serious. I'm deadly serious. And it was, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it you know, it a guy, playing
1: child mask replica. He's
2: going to do what the fuck he wanted to yeah. do, you know? And I remember one time I saw Leo Kotke in the 70s, you know, the guitar player mm-hmm. Leo Kotke, who's just yeah. one of my faves, you know, just such a fucking badass. And, you
1: are a real stoner, aren't you? Oh, I'm so totally a fucking voice word for real. I fucking love <laughs> that shit. That is shit. stoner. And, uh, acoustic rock like you never heard before.
2: And, you know, so. so would we, you
1: say that's a big influence on me, Puppets? Oh, definitely. Oh, my God. oh, absolutely.
2: Oh, incredible. I wish it was. I wish I could fucking have that guy, you know, influence me. I wish I had the yeah. ability to get to that kind of fucking musicality, you know? I think the musical side of things, you know, that, that all of this stuff represents that we you know endeavored Didn't to reach
1: look like leo you know? sayer kind of a little he bit a little
2: bit you know it's a leo thing you know it, it you know it's the the the, the constellation <laughs> leo actually looks like a bent coat hanger you know <laughs> so so leo, leo's playing and, and in between songs he's like tuning up it's just him you know and some fucking guitars yeah. somebody's like hey, i saw you so and so and so and so and he leans into the bike and goes who gives a shit <laughs> you know so, I mean, that there's that side of things too, you know. I mean, Go you're going to do what you want to do as an artist, you know. And, and I, I don't know, I leave it up to my fucking brother, you know what I mean? Do you? Yeah, oh, absolutely. He makes a
1: set list, you don't have no set? We don't have
2: a set list, you know. Yeah, you do. We, 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 we wing it. We have a, a list of songs that we play. Oh, is that, that what are, it is? Because you know, I was and, at
1: the Troubadour, there was a set. It looked like a set. It's list? a list of
0: songs, and Kurt of how, calls. Of
1: the ones you know how to play. The, the, yeah, <laughs> at this point oh. that we still remember, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I want to <laughs>
0: interrupt with one quick story that. I, uh, All Tomorrow's Parties they were going to play All Tomorrow's Parties and, and they uh, wanted a set list anyway he was okay <laughs> anyway All Tomorrow's Parties is this festival that they used to have in England and uh, obviously it's a song from the Velvet Underground and they would invite various people it was curated and they invited uh, the Meat Puppets to play one year and it was advertised. Who
1: asked the Vincent Gallo? Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I, think I think it was, it was the, Gallo. I, I think it was Nixon, maybe, or uh,
2: one, one of the one of the, maybe you know the dead presidents. Or? One of the one of the Reagan's or one of the Reagan's.
1: <laughs> Vincent Gallo, Richard Nixon. One of the Reagan's. So you have to be
4: asked <laughs>
2: yeah, to be on that show. I guess. Fuck, I don't know. I, I some,
0: <laughs> some monkey, but, some but monkey had, with a the phone. But they had advertised that they were going to play the 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 Meat Puppets' two the legendary record in its entirety. And I'm talking. It's legendary crap.
4: It's is legendary, it? dude. <laughs> what a bunch <laughs> of shit!
0: I was stoned <laughs> as fuck when we made that record. I'll just say that.
1: But, but do you remember making it?
2: Oh hell yeah. Okay. I had great drugs in, on that record. Beautiful, beautiful drugs, and you know, <laughs> I, d- I was doing just buttloads of them. And I recommend to everyone listening to my podcast to do buttloads of beautiful, <laughs> <MDMA>. beautiful
1: drugs.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Don't
1: mix opiates and yeah, benzos. there you though. go. There you Don't go. go. Don't mix opiates you Thank and benzos. No, you for that, I, I've heard that. But MDMA and benzos. Well, work. well,
0: just to quickly finish the story. So I told him that they were advertising that they're going to play Meat Puppets 2 in its entirety. But he's talking on the phone. He goes like, "Yeah, I think they want us to play a bunch of stuff off of Meat Puppets 2. And I said, oh, my foot? Oh, no,
4: you're supposed, to, just
1: play it.
0: The, uh, supposed to play." It order, right. he he yeah. <laughs> and I just got told by the engineer Yeah, and I and I and I said uh, I said to Chris, I go, "You know, you're supposed to play the whole like record." Like open
1: with the first song and play the second song, play all the way through. That's how bands I don't do know. it.
0: And he, well, anyway, <laughs> but, but Chris goes, he goes, me. We don't know all of those songs. Yeah, and I said, I said, well, I think you're, I think you're going to gonna have to learn
2: them because go cause... buy the
1: used CD and listen to oh, it. Absolutely. And then play
2: it. No, I have to get you know on the magic of the computer and like figure out how to do that stuff. So and... not
1: to name drop, but Steven Tyler is a friend of mine. I we grew up listening to Aerosmith, mm. right? And oh he, yeah. Uh, one of the greatest moments of my life, he's at my house playing. Acoustic guitar And I go Play Seasons of Wither And he played it And sang it And my oh I was just like Oh my god I have
2: a similar story One <laughs> time We were making a record We were making uh, Wavos Remember that record? Yeah yeah You know And uh, it was Mercury a,
1: Was it No that was SST That record. was SST Yeah yeah it's the But one that was like a the, professional
2: that, that blue kind of painting On the front No drugs know, on picture. that record no, Oh no no We had been clean By then for decades <laughs> You know And uh, so <laughs> So uh you know, we were at this studio, it was called Pantheon out in Phoenix, making the record. And all of a sudden, you know, we're like, walk through the studio and realize that in one of the other, you know, how studios have multiple rooms and stuff, there in one of the rooms is fucking Glenn Campbell. Are right? you kidding? You know, and he's there to make a, a, a have you driven a Ford lately commercial. <laughs> really? Right? You know, yeah, he was making this, cutting this commercial for Ford. And we're like, fucking Glenn Campbell, you know, and, uh we went into the r- control room there you know it was like me and kurt and, and maybe the engineer and you know hardly anybody else and he sat in there and he just ran through like all of his hits as he's getting what warmed up I for mean, the thing you know what i mean and, and I, it's um, not like he's a friend of mine you know it was just like holy crap it was very very that's fucking cool thing.
1: so steven and i got really close and i said you know i love rocks and i'm not you know i'm not the biggest fan of the more recent Aerosmith right Mm. so I keep saying Rocks is one of the greatest albums ever made you gotta play songs off rocks so he finally says well we're playing down in South America and I'm gonna throw like four rock songs in the middle the songs off rocks like you know back in the saddle or whatever right right? and so they called me that night he goes well you're wrong (laughs) you're wrong (laughs) they played like a little mini set of rocks and the whole audience he said just went dead because they want to hear, "Loving and Loving and
0: <laughs> and stuff that Diane Warden had written for them, <laughs> Hudson Brothers. Yeah. Oh wow.
1: So that's you know you got to give the audience what they want. In a way, you know, and I don't know. I mean,
2: getting asked to like play your, a whole record or whatever, you know, don't you like the idea. I, I mean, I don't. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. You know, I like playing. You know, I definitely like playing. You do like playing. Oh, I love playing. You know, and and uh, that must recently, been the
1: hardest thing in jail.
2: You know what? I was in a band. There was actually... Uh, a band in th- There was a fucking, you know... At the, did the, you play Meat Puppet
1: songs? No,
2: that I refused. But I played... <laughs> <laughs> they, I drew the line at the fucking Meat Puppet songs. But I played Chili Pepper songs. <laughs> I, I played STP really? songs. Friends of mine, you know? I played Friends of mine <laughs> songs wrong. and shit. And it was just like, with I'm the, all fucking... With the homies? Oh, you know, with the homies. With some spooky-ass fucking homies, you know? And then I had to play, be in the... With the fucking... Uh, with the fucking skinheads and shit, you know what I mean? Oh, I mean, it's play just, you know, you know, yeah, you know, just get down to, and with the crappier kind of players. But, but,
1: uh. Are the punk rockers the crappier players?
2: No, it wasn't the punk rockers. These guys are like fucking criminals. You know? <laughs> we're talking about fucking prison here, Bob. You <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking about
1: <laughs> musicians.
4: <laughs> but,
2: so, I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting thing. We were recently, we did recently play one of those records, one of those old records all the way through.
4: Was it up on the sun? Or?
2: Yeah, where was that? Somewhere, and they asked us. It was like a specific thing, and we. Did
1: people go nuts or? Is it... No, it was
2: like a thing that they, you know, they want to do. You know, it's like you know, I well, mean, a lot, lot of bands
1: are doing that. They'll play one album, one album. But we, asked, do, we get we we only do.
2: we don't do it like we don't do it ourselves. You know what I mean? We, it was something we were asked to do. You know. You know
1: the Prince thing. Prince can play. Prince has two prices for that playing a, a concert. Ass. He's the greatest. He has two price. He can play whatever he wants, and he gets quarter mil. Jesus, he'll play whatever set you want for two mil. Oh, sweet! How wow. fucking great is that? He's I'm getting best both. of both worlds. I'm, I'm gonna get both. <laughs> you just, you <laughs> know, my next you birthday, you know, how sick of purple rain that motherfucker must be. Oh, but he'll sure. play it for two million dollars. Tony Bennett, <laughs> Tony
2: <laughs> Bennett is <laughs> the one that said it when the sun meets your eye like a big pizza pie. <laughs> Tony Bennett, there you go. Sorry, Tony. Sorry, it took so long to drag out, but see how but, the drugs See, they know.
1: say drugs give you brain damage. I don't think they do. I, no, my brain it just is rattles but my, around. Enhan- in
2: there. No, enhanced, enhanced. <laughs> I was such a fucking retard when I was a kid. And then okay. I got into drugs, and Every <laughs> it, it, boom, boom, boom. I, I invented the modern world. So
1: there you go. So I think we're going to tell some stories about rock and roll. Is that the whole idea? Yeah,
0: let's tell some rock and roll stories. Like All
1: right. So good. You know, one of the things that. Every time I think of Chris, I think of, you know, John Pashante for sure. Because John quit the Chili Peppers, then he was on drugs. Then he told me one day, I'm going to join the Meat Puppets. And I was like, how would, you know, in the shape he was in, how would he join any band? That's what I, and I, so he went out to Arizona. I was living with him at the time. And he just came back like uh, two weeks later. I don't know what happened out there. You pick it up from. Uh, he left our house and he was joining the meat puppets. He was not of sound mind and body. <laughs> well, he turns it over to you. Well, what happened? When, who picked him up at the airport? Y- 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 who y- picked him up
2: at the airport? Y- he didn't fucking take a plane. He took what? the train. He <laughs> moved on the motherfucking choo choo train. Yeah, because he could get arrested on a plane. Yeah, you know, there's scary things. You know what I mean? The train you kind of shuffle onto. And, 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 <laughs> It, it and he came. He showed up with his guitar, with a, you know, out of its case. And I love you, John. You know, you no know. No case but this on the guitar. No case and barefoot. And you know, and it was <laughs> just like, hey, far the fuck out, you know. <laughs> and you know, uh, you know, God bless him. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Uh, it came down because. Did You uh, guys play? Yeah, it came down because you know we were on a major label then. We got signed, you know, and those yeah. guys had blown up to you know being fucking, you know where they were at. And yeah. John needed to get out or whatever. And and then. There was some article where somebody was talking to him about it, and he said, you know, the only band I'd think about playing with was us, right, you know? And I think that came out of, like, you know, our friendship with Flea and Anthony and stuff, you know? And just, like, I don't know, maybe Not some... Really,
1: was he was one of the kids. We all looked up to you guys. You did know? You really, yes.
2: Well, did. they made the record company fucking squirt liquid gold. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> fucking, they're just like, oh, my God, you know? I mean, we have to make that happen, maybe you know?
1: Kurt Cobain could go join,
4: too. <laughs> Yo, okay, Kurt are? Cobain, too, did you know? the actually the, the band.
2: <laughs> yeah, you guys can go. You can go. Especially that nasty little bass player. Go do a podcast. <laughs>
1: Does Kurt Cobain play bass? <laughs> <laughs> I get learn. it now. I get it. So you know, it didn't fit you guys. Like well, Juan I mean, in. No, I mean, we. You know, we were
2: always open to musical weirdness. You know, like we. I mean, like you know, but it was
1: gonna be a thing. I remember he's going in. It was a thing,
2: you know, and 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 like, and they were all stoked about it, and we're like, we'll, we'll check it out, you know. And, and John came over, and it was bitching. I love this story, you know, and I love John. I mean, absolutely, I you like know, it. and what a fucking badass, you know. That's just that's. I'll just say that and but he gets to the to our pad right and i'm like a fucking redneck you know and i'm not very bright you know and you know i'm not a nice guy you know so uh like we start getting ready to play some you know he shows up in a way that was just like oh that is so far out you know it's just like you know you know free, in his fucking a, you know or like shuffling off the train you know and uh Go back to you know that that little room that you you know found me in you and Anthony found me yeah. in you know my our, our little studio before I had turned it into fucking you know it's a Satan's little <laughs> wonderland of fucking distended Horror. ball sacks you know and uh and uh we like hook up to play some you know and I'm like you wanna use my tuner and he said. No, I'll bend it in, you know? It was it was so far out, I was just like, that is fucking so far out, what the fuck? And I, re- I remember that Hendrix said something like, tuning is for cowboys, right? And I'm sitting there just going, oh, geez, oh, geez, who's a little cowboy, you know? And then we jammed some, you know, we played some, and it was just like, you know, it was, it was pretty bitching, but it didn't, you know, come you to anything. Did you start to write songs? Nah, nah, not really, you know? No, like you said, I mean, maybe he wasn't all that, you know, in the right place. And we were fucking like a, tight little unit of like, you know, they go, the songs go like this or something in a way, you yeah, know, yeah. and maybe, I don't know, I don't know, it, it just didn't quite
1: well, happen, I mean, it didn't happen. you learned together, then you found your band, it'd be hard, that's another thing I thought, like, how would you do that? Like, yeah, and Kurt and I didn't really him learn him together, I mean. he's kind of a band leader guy.
2: Yeah, you know, and Kurt, I mean, you know, getting uh, around I Kurt is, work. You, know, yeah. you know, but I mean, it could have worked, though, I mean, it could have worked. How it long just, did he stay out there? Like a week? Yeah, he was out there like a week or something. And you, you only know? played one time? A couple of times. You know, and jammed you a couple of times. Do you feel like
1: it's not happening? Who said it's not working? Well, you it? know, I think uh, maybe, maybe. Your brother just did. It. Just admit it. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know <laughs> Kirk
2: says everything about the band. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, he's big Papa. He's big Dada. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, so, how did you tell John this, this isn't working? I don't think out. we needed to.
2: I don't think we oh, really? needed to, in a way, you know? Because maybe, maybe, maybe it, like, you know. I don't know. This is kind of fucking. This is kind of personal, Bob. You know what I mean? It kind of fucking <laughs> hurt my feelings here. But what,
1: but what happened was so then, uh, so that's what happened. Then he comes home, and he was really disappointed, right? Was he? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. And that I think, because because he, he needed some vehicle. Right. So two things. It was positive in that he now said, "There's no one on this planet I want to play music with.
2: Right.
1: I'm going to play my own music, which created all his solo stuff. Right. Which I think is very much influenced by you. Hmm. It really is, and it's beautiful yeah. and it's wonderful. Oh, but it's compliment. But I, I always think the only, and this is my, my moral to the story. The only reason Chris Kirkwood and John Fashante are on the planet alive still is because that <laughs> didn't work out. <laughs> oh, that, that's probably a good call
4: right there. <laughs> that's yeah. the truth.
2: I don't know. I don't know. It was. It was. It was. Different, maybe it was uh, maybe it was me, maybe it was just you know, I don't need another fucking guitar player or something, you know. no yeah. But it, it wasn't that. It wasn't that really. It just was like
4: uh, yeah, I don't think we, of... I
2: don't think we really took the time to get to the place that we maybe needed to get to with it. You know what I mean? we yeah. Where it'd be like, here's how the fucking songs go, you know, mm. you know, because there's other guitar parts on the records. Yeah. You know, and he could oh, have played those sure. kind of yeah, parts yeah. and stuff, and then it'd been fun to like get to you know, learning some of his stuff. I mean, we were complimented, you know, you know, highly complimented by the fact. I remember when John joined the Chilies, you know. I mean yeah. I remember fucking Hillel, you know, and it's yeah. you know, you know may you know, rest in peace, you know, and what a sweetheart and how
1: Getting back bitching. to our drug problems, three weeks before Hillel died, he Oof. did an intervention on me.
2: Oh, it did? Oh God! <laughs> How Jesus. fucked up is that? I, oh. That's
1: happened to me twice. Shane McGowan oh. and Hillel Slovak both have said, "Bob, you need to slow down."
2: Oh God, those uh, <laughs> Shane! Oh God, <laughs> yeah. that guy like you know that guy lost his teeth before me.
0: Yeah, weirdest thing. Oh, but but tell the story about when there was the other intervention when, at the Viper Room. Yeah, Shane. Yeah. They so they're doing an intervention on Shane, on
1: Shane and here I were drinking downstairs with the Viper Room in that downstairs bar. It was right. like one in the afternoon. Right. And they all come in, Johnny and his wife, Shane's wife, and a couple other people. Nice sense. And she comes over and she says, You know, come on, and she's pushing the glass away, and we want you to go to a hospital. Oh, God. And he's like, A hospital?
4: Whoa. A hospital. whoa, whoa. You know. So, I man.
1: <laughs> and I I'm like Really odd man out here in this room. So I just there was no way to get to the door and get out because there was only one door. So I went and sat at the far end of the couches, right? And they're like trying to pressure him and they want to get him help because he's he was like you know he's kind of like shape you were in when we saw you. So so he turns he goes you know if you want to really help somebody Bob is so fucked this guy's so fucked. he needs help. <laughs> and they're all looking at me. They all I- want me dead anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then there's like, this is changing the dynamic here. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and they all just is like, we're not going to help him. He's a fucking homeless loser. I <laughs> to <Aww>. help you. <laughs> That's a sense I got. Oh, Bob. But I had blown the intervention on him. But eventually he did go. Did he? Yeah.
2: Now, how's he doing now? I mean...
1: I think he's all right. I think he plays. I mean, he drinks, but who doesn't? Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. Bill doesn't.
0: I don't.
2: No, me neither. But, no, I let's get to,
1: to Bill. Him. Let's get to Bill for a second.
2: How about Bill? Huh? <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I've never he's... seen Bill oh, drink. Oh,
0: goodness. Well, and you this have...
2: man has. Oh, I've seen Bill drink. Is he an asshole? Oh, he's a fucking complete and total <laughs> wonderful asshole. Magically assholeistic.
1: <laughs> Does he say mean things to people? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and gets all surly and like fucking... You know, growly, grumbly bear. You know, in a way that's just like God. You know, and he can just barely standing up. So all you have to do is like lead him to the window, and he'll fall out of it by himself.
1: That's so hard to believe, teddy bear. It's like that that's when weird. I
2: met Bill. When I met Bill, I was I was out here making a record. It was our first major label record. Uh, uh, do you know the name of it? Forbidden Places. I do. I do. Okay. Right. And Underrated it, gem. You know? yeah, Underrated yeah. gem, forbidden places. That's a beautiful record. F- it's a, a great record. record. Yeah. I think it's out of print, isn't it? Uh, no, it's. I mean, the, you know, it's you can like. You find P- it. I don't know about. Uh, no, it's out of print, definitely. And the PLG the still on the it, Internet, you know, isn't so. it? Yeah, you can oh, yeah, get all you you can that find that somewhere, yeah. you know. But uh, you know, Pete Anderson did it. We did it at I Capitol. I a record with Pete. You know, and you did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, isn't he great? He's a great. Oh, Pete's totally great. You know. You know, what's a great record? Is fucking snow. this a solo record. Kurt did. My brother did with Pete. You know? oh really have you heard that no I oh dude check it out snow it's absolutely fucking the country yeah you know bakersfield? it's Kurt.
1: bakersfield you know what bakersfield went in. <laughs> meets lsd Kurt went in
2: and totally you know I mean, it's gorgeous it's kurt all the way you know i, I gotta mean, get some that absolutely yeah, beautiful that? stuff on it kurt just went in and played acoustic guitar and then let pete put the whole rest of the record together you know oh really so yeah yeah it's
1: acoustic not
2: no, it's all you know. Beat brought in dudes, and you know it's it's got a backing band. I know all those you guys, Greg,
1: and yeah, all those guys. You
2: know, fucking Huggy Bear, and fucking you know. That's uh, cool, uh, Potsy. You know, but uh. So Bill was, how would you mean? So I was, uh, I was staying out here when we were making that record. I was staying out here with a with a friend of mine who, one of my oldest pals, John Gannum, who's, who's lived out here for a good friend ages, of
0: mine from. Who's,
2: did you try
0: From...
1: to 12-step, Bill? Did you try to help him? 12 step, did you, that, <laughs> Take him off and get him of... to stop drinking? Uh,
2: oh, I thought you meant... Oh, I, I, I... <laughs> I thought we were talking about the ball sacks again.
1: <laughs> no, because he, I was only know he's such a sweet, no, no, like, it, even-tempered I didn't person. try to do
2: that. I never tried to do that to
0: nobody. I mean, no, if you no, want but, to get but fucked but up... Only man, assholes try but, to But after, <laughs> after after I stopped drinking, they were like, you really needed to stop. They were like, at least your brother did your brother was definitely well you about f- f- got fucking fucked up one night by Kurt I mean you were
2: fucking he fought? no he was no, about no. To get, he, he fucking, was about ready to kick my oh, ass oh dude back. and it would have been you know it would have been the fucking Kirkwood tandem you know what I mean you'd have gotten the fucking the, <laughs> Double the bolo D? tie oh definitely <laughs> you know what did, he, what did He's he do just got. He, just, he would just get surly in a way that would be like same mean thing. Yeah, and confrontational, you know. I mean, you know. What would
1: you say to the Kirkwood brothers? I know. Would make them want to hit you. I like, know. We I were think so I
2: dainty.
0: Said Kurt, uh, what was it that I said? You don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Fuck.
3: Hey, no, would be like, okay, he's just going.
2: What the fuck,
0: dude? How about this? Get the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? he'd be
2: like, i
0: Okay, the really bad night. The grumpy drunk. The really bad night with kurt they you guys had just signed with that one manager that um the guy that had uh, violent Femmes. no he had a uh, uh, uh. They might be giants.
2: Okay. Jamie. Jamie, Jamie. Jamie,
1: Jamie was my manager. Jamie Jesus, Kidman? it's a small fucking it, it, it,
2: world. Jamie's a great dude. I wonder what he's Pete up
1: Pete Anderson produced my solo record, and Jamie Kidman was my
2: manager. Fucking tripped out. I didn't know that at dude, all. why
1: are those people managing drug addicts like us? Uh, why are they involved with us? Uh, fools. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in Nyack, by the way. Does he? Yeah, Jamie does. Well... Are you going to say something bad about Jamie? No, no. Cuz I love no, Jamie. They sent
0: yeah. they sent some they had some kid and I think he was like straight out of like you Compton. know, like brown or something and he had just come out and this was his first gig ever, right? And I came out of a blackout and Kurt was pissed. And it was dead <laughs> silence in the room and this kid, I don't know what had been going on for 4 hours, but this kid looked like I went out of the rock and roll business now. And, and, he was he was just, just and it like, wasn't
1: the musicians That was causing the problem It was Bill Cody Totally, totally. We're all chill We're just like
3: <laughs> hey, hey man you know, Play a little
2: guitar You know Kick back Who's Rock out drunk guy You know is, is that the drummer No he was He was just like My <laughs> friend's roommate You know Like How fuck <laughs> is this guy's Fucking beat? You know you
1: Dropped off your
3: management uh, Anyway It's
1: hard to believe
3: uh, Anyway yes, Yeah
1: I, Cause yeah. when You associate with somebody That we only know as this kind of really peaceable, loving guy. Yeah. And then it's centered around not drinking. Right. Which is the 12-step world. Right. You kind of, Bill, felt like he to say, you know, I was a drinker. I used to punch people.
2: <laughs> he, he was going to punch Kurt. <laughs> wasn't like he was going to get beat up by Kurt. He was going to beat Kurt up. You know, that's what was going to happen. Till I got involved. Oh, I, yeah. So, you
1: watch out.
2: Like no, I've it. only known Bill. I mean, I knew Bill then, and I saw, you know, that's when I got to know Bill initially. And then, you know, Bill did magical things. Like, there was, you know, when I was going through my special period, you know. <laughs> fucking, you know, you know when, when I was when I was englossening, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, uh, I, I had to go to fucking pig land, right? The, I could get drug into court one day, you know. I mean, you know, and I actually went this time. Maybe I was in jail, I don't know. And I look over and there's Bill. I mean, uh, you know, how he even knew that I had, you know, to be at this particular place at this particular time and how he made it the fuck over to Phoenix to be there for me, you know? Yeah. And that, that was, was after he'd, you know, gotten. See, that's the Bill to... I know. Yeah, Not the no, me too. And, uh, no, he No, here's the Bill that uh, now, the Bill is, that we know now is the guy that's got me out here so, so that we could cat? sit out here
1: and and cast pods. Yeah, I'm in this. <laughs> you know? So. And in the end, um, you know, what ties it all together, I always think, like, I want to get kids excited about music these days, but it's so hard, the uh, music is so awful, you know what I mean? Is it? Yeah, you know, like, we were in some restaurant, there was two songs in a row that I just wanted to kill whoever wrote them. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... How do you get kids excited? You got to interface with you. you got nephew. How do you get them excited about music? He plays with us, you know? Yeah. I mean,
2: you know, uh he's he's excited by himself. I don't know. I, I he uh he took it on upon himself to to get into music, you know? And I don't know if he's a kid. I mean, he's like, you know, what's hell 31, 32, you know, he's
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: You know. I so, always think
0: of him as 14, but you know I'm sure he's I older never now. saw him at 14, you know, <laughs> so
2: I was busy then. Busy in your period. But, uh,
1: that was your period. But, you know... Not like a woman's period, but... You know. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, but like a woman's period, though, <laughs> definitely. Period. I was I was definitely bleeding out of my lower end.
1: <laughs> with the other one. All right. So, no, but my thing is, like, what happened with punk rock, or I guess it was called alternative rock, would be alternative to bad music. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... It's just so hard to even think of how that will happen again in the United States or in in the world. Like, it's so. I, I just want the kids to know how great the Meat Puppets are and the Minutemen are. And, and it's weird. Yeah, I don't that know. That phenomenon that happened. Right. Will it ever happen again?
2: Uh, maybe it is right now, you know? I mean, no. we just, you know. Have you heard the music? Uh, not that much, you know?
0: <laughs> kind of out of it. You well, know? I, I did drag Chris out to the uh, Burger Rama yesterday, so.
1: And those are, that was cool enough. Yeah, but those are like you know Weezer played and stuff like that.
0: Weezer did play, unfortunately. Right.
1: But I'm talking about like what's the most popular music is Beyonce and non songs and and EDM which has never really evolved into songwriting. Yeah, and I don't have a
2: beef with it though. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm too chill about it. I just don't give a fuck. You know? You don't? No, I don't give a fuck. You know? I mean, I, there's. Didn't I, music
1: I, change your life?
2: Absolutely, you know, and absolutely, and I, but I don't give a fuck if it changes other people's
1: lives, you know. <laughs> well, maybe I should adopt that attitude because it makes me angry how bad things suck. I'm chill about it, you know. Oh, oh. Now
2: I'll go back, I'll go back hundreds of years for my music if I need to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll, I'll fucking
1: you
2: know Gene Autry. You know, I, you know, yeah, like 200 years ago, Gene Autry, back in the fucking ought tens. I have a
1: house in Pioneer Town. If you ever want to go out there, they—it's right. Do you? Gene Autry had a town there. Right? Yeah. Where he shot all yeah. his movies right behind Pappy and Harriet. So you ever played there? We
2: did a couple of years ago. Oh my that God! That's a great story. I lived we're right fra- down
1: the street. Do and you? I didn't go. Oh, we we're playing I there. You got a kid. You can't leave. You can't do fucking shit when you. Got no, kids. that's why
2: they make Velcro and duct tape. <laughs>
1: If your parents, when you guys were kids, wanted to go out, wouldn't they just leave? <laughs> oh, totally, totally. Yeah, you know? now it's like illegal something. Here's the key to the liquor cabinet. Like he's asleep, lock him in the room. He's, out, he's You know,
2: we played Pappy and Harriet's, and uh, we're fucking uh, you, you know they they offer us some grub. You know, they got that little barbecue Steaks, out there. So out. we're sitting there, and this is, a, this, is a, this is a telling tale about my brother. We're fucking eating. I had myself a delicious pork chop, and I must say it was great, Mm -mm -mm. right? And so Kurt, after a while, he's eating about three-quarters of his steak, and he's like, this tastes kind of funny, right? And he's just busily gnawing away at the fucking thing. And it am like, oh really? And he gives me a bite of it, and it was actually a turned piece of meat, you know. And this is no, you know, disparagement against Papi and Harriet. It just happened to happen, you know, and it was an <laughs> yeah. accident, you know. And the motherfucker was rotten as shit, right? Eating he <laughs> he half of it. Cockroach Kurt, <laughs> had fucking eating about three quarters of the fucking thing. He's like, ah, oh, yeah. You know. Put some more ketchup on this. <laughs> oh man. Did
1: you play inside or in the backyard? Out back. Out back.
2: Yeah. No, we played. Oh, we played inside. Yeah. Yeah, we played inside, so fun time. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't care about like music. I don't. I don't judge music that much.
1: What do you much.
2: listen to now? I, I still listen to a lot of the stuff that I always loved. You know, stuff that really fucking got down deep with me. You know, I'm still way into like like Fela, You know. Yeah. George Jones, shit that I just that built this like fucking world around me. You know, and I can still actually get to. But then now I also like the like the um. What is it called that uh thing you put on the fucking computer uh panasonic what is it is something pandora i like
1: you know? pandora but you had to take the commercials out
2: <laughs> yeah but well, i did that i did that i took yeah, the yeah. commercials out and <laughs> that and, was know,
1: a that was an elderly brain freeze right there and i just oh, gotta yeah, tell you, you know. about this thing that happened so <laughs> we were at flea's house he broke his arm you should call him and cheer him up he, he broke his arm really bad. Recently? Really bad, yeah, like three weeks ago. And so we went over there to visit me and Rachel and Kenny, the, this friend of mine that works with him, right? And the four of us are trying to watch something on the HBO Go, right? Go, go, go. And... Four, three fifty, and one forty-year-old person all trying to get technology to work for right. like forty minutes was just the craziest thing. And Flea was yelling at Kenny, and she's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Give it back! What's the code? Give me the code! Read the code! None of us can see. And we're taking our glasses <laughs> off to try to put the code in the thing. it should play now? Then just silence and no thing coming on the TV. Here's what, here's we just what, had a moment like that where we didn't know what Pandora was. Yeah. No, we No,
0: know what I, it you know. was. We just couldn't remember because like, I can't remember anything. He
1: said the thing that's on the <laughs> computer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's and, and and like, like your finger. It's it's
2: complicated. <laughs> it's buttons. I hate buttons. I'm not a buttons guy. Well, here's one of my favorite flea stories. One time we were over at Flea's house. I can't remember. It was like, you know, here or whatever. And uh, somewhere around here and, and uh, there was this big gigantic fucking tennis shoe right and it's like he's like this is Magic Johnson's tennis shoe tennis you know that tennis shoe, shoe, shoe? That this big ass thing it's like fucking four and a half feet long right <laughs> <laughs> and then he takes the thing and we're like you know he, he obviously loves Magic Johnson he takes the thing and he starts taking these big deep fucking nose huffs off of it right <laughs> he just parks it on his face he's like ah <clears throat>
4: <sighs> <sighs>
1: Ah, just
2: like
3: going, god damn.
2: (laughs) All righty then.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, But you should call him. He's like, it's really bad. Flea? Yeah. Get get well soon. Really?
2: How do you do it? How do you bust his arm? Snowboarding. Snowboarding? He snowboards? You don't snowboard? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. (laughs) I don't bust my fucking arm doing it, though. (laughs) I'm all like,
4: whoosh, whoosh.
1: I haven't snowboarded for about 25 years. I think you should give it up at like 30. Oh,
2: God damn, I gave up walking at like seven.
1: (laughs) You haven't snowboarded in your life, have you? Fuck no. (laughs) That shit looks fucking dangerous. I'll tell you what I did do,
2: though. I went skiing one time and I had myself some wonderful fucking LSD and a bunch of fucking cocaine and a fucking sucrets can full of really good pot rolled into joints. And you we went to the top of the mountain. Oh, dude, fucking, I'm like on the ski lift doing big bump skis of fucking blow, right? This is not a true story, okay? I'm making all this up as I go along. So I'm snorting all this fucking blow. And I'm tripping balls, right? And then I'm like, maybe it's time for a tasty joint. <laughs> right? As the ski lift's going up there, you know? And I'm just thinking, you know, You fill up my senses, senses. Like I, I walk in the you forest I'm uh, fucking hammered. And, you know, you know, just fucking... You were feeling it. Feeling it real good, you know? And then I crashed. And then I could try and come down the mountain. I fell over real bad. And I was, and everything turned purple. And I, I fucking, you know, lost my mind yet again. Again. So he broke his arm, and yeah. that's just, well, shit. How's this going? Are we doing good? Is this a good podcast? Oh, it's
0: an awesome podcast. Is it's it? A good,
2: yeah. Rachel, what
1: do you how think? You, how, do you, how do you rate a good podcast? Deal? Well, I think if it's
0: interesting <laughs> and people are like going, hey, we haven't heard these stories before, or we've heard these stories before, but they were different, and uh, uh, and if there's laughter and uh, good And times. love. Love. And love. Love yeah. and laughter. That's I think, what. So I, I definitely think. Uh, there's a,
1: There was an army. I try to tell people, like... You got SST really started it, and all the bands of SST. Yeah, gotta but give it, Black Flags the props for that. It really you know, was Greg and Chuck, to you know. get in the van and let's go play. And I remember the first Solones Monster tour, we played. The second date was with you. You came. We played Pandora's Box or something right. in fucking what town was that? I don't Phoenix or Tucson. Something. And you guys came. You were probably you and your brother and like four other people that came with you were the only people in the audience, right? And we played in Albuquerque the next day at Bow Wow Records in Albuquerque. Right. Yeah. Right. Remember that place? Yeah. And that from all the you guys blazing the trail and then us all following the Chili Peppers and Fishbone and all these bands, eventually it became this
2: it was huge. cool it
1: was the coolest thing it was
2: cool it was definitely cool definitely those days were definitely bitching you know and i think i think the ramones started it ultimately in a way you know yeah, I, yeah you know or, or you know but i mean been. fucking elvis but i mean like i said going back hundreds of years cavemen started it you know we're all just the yeah f- but same the kids monkey.
1: like us could be in bands and yeah, play yeah. Uh, play uh, and things? i think
2: that came off the the ramones in a way you know definitely punk rock was the thing that allowed me to get to like being able to be in a band you know because you know i mean i was into stuff like you know Rachel's here. Rachel's dad is Charlie <laughs> Hayden. You know what I mean? I was into that kind of shit. You know, it was uh, it was beyond me. You know, it was like, oh, I'm too, I'm too fucking lazy. You know, I'm weight I'm too stoned. I'm too fat. You if know, we got you I like to jerk off too much. You look like him. No, I, I have, you know, I, I have him at home. I, I do it at home. <laughs> I sit in my closet at home in the dark. <laughs> do my Charlie is. Hayden invitation. <laughs>
1: you, you can know? look like him. <laughs> <laughs> you can't play like him, but you could him I can't like play him.
2: like him, that's for goddamn sure, you know. And uh fucking punk rock though was the thing where it was just like, well fuck it. I mean, you know, throwing your guitar around is equals playing, you know, and or, or
1: you know, or just playing how you want to play. Just and the, and yeah, and then uh, doing it and... I always thought did you and your brother learn how to play music together? Nah, no nah, He nah, already nah. knew how? He, he he you know how I got into it? I got
2: into playing fucking music actually by mom had us take lessons as kids, right? So I took Guitar lessons, and the dude used to like rub my knee, oh, he'd I rub like my that. leg, and shit. And he'd be like, I really like you, but you can't tell anybody. Oh, and I was, like, my god,
1: kid. that's the trauma. Oh, no, it's that's not the, the second component. No, that's the fucking, that's the, the that's point. why you ended up in prison. <laughs> exactly. No, 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 that, I'm a therapist, I know this shit.
2: No, no, it, it goes way deeper than that. I, I, I'm <laughs> not gonna talk, not, you know, I'll, I'll show you how deep it gets here in the second part. <laughs>
1: So he's so rubbing that, your leg. That, so I didn't like guitar. Did that make you passionate about music?
2: Oh, uh, no, made me passionate about him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care about, like, I didn't like it, you know, and, and, and it didn't stick. But uh, and then mom had me take piano lessons and the piano teacher was real old and he'd fall asleep while I was playing <laughs> and I'd stop, you know, and I'd sit there real quietly, you so know, he could, until so the he very end. Sleep and then you'd be yeah, done? Yeah, at the very end, he'd, I'd see him kind of waking up and I'd be like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you know? And I didn't like that either. But then what the thing that actually caught my attention with music was the movie Deliverance, you know? Uh, and, dun, 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 you know, dun, 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 dun. yeah, the fucking banjo sequence in it, you know? I was just like, you gotta get myself a fucking banjo, you know? I was probably like, 13 14 something you know so i got a banjo and and kurt had actually kind of stuck with the guitar you know and had taken some lessons with the uh a guy that had played with like barney kessel and some other dudes you know there was this yeah. music shop up in the you know close to the neighborhood where we lived in and this dude actually kind of had like a you know a bebop kind of a fucking background and kurt had some lessons with him and kept playing and then you you? uh 22 months oh. you know so um then he actually got in bands, you know, and, and like played in a, a couple of different cover bands, you know, some really yeah. like playing Rush songs. Oh, and no, stuff? well, there was one band and they were called uh, uh, fucking, uh, uh Granite Reef. That's it, <laughs> you know, it's a it's the name of the street out in Phoenix. You know, it's like Granite Reef, man, rock and reef, you know, and uh, then he was in it, you know, and those that was like Mormon stoner rock, you know, and these guys are like. I got caught smoking a joint and had to confess, you know, and these are long-haired dudes, but they were good, you know, and that was like rock and roll. And they
1: played cover songs?
2: Yeah, all cover stuff, and then he was in another Did band. Did you go
1: see them when they played? I'd like what go to the practice like? Did they stuff. play the nudes? would they play?
2: Not nudes. It would be like uh, fucking, um, uh, exactly. oh, then
1: I feel it. Oh, Boston.
2: You know, <laughs> you know yeah. shit like that, you know. I but could then see he, was your a, oh, but he was in brother playing that. And he was like, okay ish, you know. <laughs> then he was in a band called Keeley, which is Apache for warrior, right? Oh, right? You know, and it was these Chicano dudes, you know, and they were part no of this. Shirt on. No, oh, no, yeah. like shirts. No, man, matching shirts. What they play? Matching, matching <laughs> like fucking sword. vests, you know, like the, all matching oh, yeah, suits and that. stuff, you know. No, there was like walking in rhythm, moving walking. in time, you know, and they were like a professional band that were part of the, the, uh, you know, this like Ray Andrade Orchestra's his, his hookup, you know, kind yeah. of the thing they're doing these gigs. And Kurt did that, you know, so he, he was on his own musically, you know, in a way that I wasn't. And then at a point, I just thought basses were pitching, you know, like, it went from the banjo. Oh, you didn't
1: do I... it because he played guitar? No. Nah. To, to fit? No. Nah. Were you guys always thinking you were going to have a band? Fuck, no? no.
2: No, not at all. No? No, nah, not at all. But no, how was...
1: old were you when I saw you in 1980? What year were you born? 60? You were 20. Yeah. I was like 19. I
2: turned 20 playing up at the Mubuhai, you know? Wow. With the feeders. That was with the feeders. I was the first one to make it out to California to play gigs because the feeders has to be to play bass. You're kidding. Yeah, yeah. So I came out here. I played the fucking whiskey. I was 19. The next night we played the Mubuhai and it was my 20th birthday.
1: So you go to the mask and everything?
2: No, I never went to the mask. You didn't? I don't think so. I don't remember ever going out there. But, But all those dudes, those Phoenix guys moved out here, you know? The consumers moved out here.
1: Well, R- Don Bowles and Rob Graves, was, Rob was in the bass player of my band. They right. were from Albuquerque. Right.
2: And, right. and, no, Don is from Phoenix. You know, Don well, Bowles, like, his name is... Is, 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 is the guy who got murdered. Right. I know that. Yeah, the journalist, you know.
1: But Rob and Don knew each other from the desert. From yeah, the from the that, desert. Yeah, and Phoenix that guy, thing. Freddie Snakeskin, you know that guy? Yeah, yeah, he totally. He was the program director. Of K-Rock, he was from out there, too. Yeah, was totally. like a desert invasion of and, Los
2: and, Angeles. And, uh, you know, David Wiley. Yeah, Wiley. Paul you know, Cutler.
1: Human Hands. Cutler. Is uh, Cutler from there, too? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cutler's you know?
2: from there. And the Consumers are fucked off good, you know? And there was John John Vivier, who went by Johnny Precious. He was the drummer in the Consumers. So how did and the, it start? The, so those dudes Kirk moved out here.
1: The, he's Your brother's playing cover songs, and then you start playing punk rock? I want to know how it started that you guys are going to play together. Kurt, met Der- we
2: met Derek. We met Derek through a friend of ours. and you know, a friend of ours that that knew them, right? And yeah. and Derek was like hooked up with like the LRY, right? The liberal, What's that? liberal religious youth, which it was a part what of the, the fuck fucking is uh, that? part of the Unitarian Church. It was like a, you know, you know like a fuck club of teenagers Jesus through me. the no Unitarians. You know, they're not. You know, oh, they're anything. Whatever, whatever the fuck they are. And somehow this one friend of ours, Chris, my friend Chris Hart, you know who. Uh, lives out here now uh as my oldest pal you know he's like knew some of the mutual kind of friends in a way and you know kurt and i met him through that we met derek through that you know and derek and kurt hit it off in a way and then thought that you know i could play with him so asked me if i wanted to play really because i'd been playing bass for a while
1: Man, it shows you the mythology of rock, because I heard from Flea, I think, told me that you guys learned how to play together, and that you only know how to play together.
2: No, that's bullshit. I'm a total genius. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird. Yeah, um, no. You know what I mean? How weird
1: lies just get repeated, it's in my brain. They learned how to play together. And that's why they can play together so perfectly. And they, it never dawned on no, me the that band, he would have played in in cover bands.
2: I didn't, you know. Kurt did a, yeah. the, that little bit, you know, and stuff. And like, and uh, then I, I I took a bass, you know. At, you would know, he have to tell you mid-teens. where the note was? No, no. no I had already, you know, gotten beyond that, you know. See, I like was, I like
1: the lies better. I like the myth you know? that's in my head better.
2: The, the, here's what it was really was, <laughs> Bob, is that we all got together. At a point, you know, and, and and you know how, you know, you're young, everybody's into music and stuff and everybody's playing, but the the three of us got together and, and it didn't happen to be, it, it had to do because, you know, I was Kurt's brother in a way, but more it just happened to be because of the fucking noise we made together, you know what I mean? The place that we got, the three of us together, It it suddenly excluded all of our friends that were also players as well, you know, it was just this thing that was just like, well, that's just, you know. Its own it. fucking thing, you know, and and it, it just went from there. It's and we were all just, you know, goofballs and did what we did. So
1: changed a lot of people's lives.
2: Now we're fucking podcasting.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're in our fifties. It's creepy, ain't it? Ain't it gross but getting that, old? But I thought here's another interesting thing. When I saw you guys play that first time, I thought only cool people or people on drugs and uh, can can play music like the art art crowd is what you guys seem like you're a part of and then before that it was like foreigner and you had to be handsome rock and roll long haired guy so it wasn't until i saw the replacements like a couple years later at at the cafe de Grand and i saw paul Wesselberg and i watched their set and i was like i could fucking do that oh there you go you know what i mean yeah but John, Fashante and other people who saw you guys. Said I could do that. that's I don't know. I mean, it, I like what inspiration. That's what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah. Right? No. Definitely. Absolutely. A very
1: inspirational band.
2: Well, I appreciate that. That's a sweet thing to say, Bob. And, and 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 you know, I mean, it it it's I like us. You know, I like what we do.
1: That's amazing. Because I don't like my bands that I'm in. That's I, I amazing. Like what we do. If you like the band you're in, you like, the like the, the music, can in? you imagine what that would be like?
2: No, I'm self-indulgent though. I do exactly what I fucking <laughs> want to do. You know what I mean?
4: So like, <laughs> are it's just you like an for Are you a to... redneck narcissist? Oh, God,
2: I'm fucking of the first order. Are you kidding? Here, look at my skin patch. <laughs> look at look at my forehead badge. I'm
0: too
1: insecure to like my own music.
0: You know that Bicycle Thief album, and we're going to close this podcast when we do close it with a, a Bicycle Thief song. You're going to edit this all
1: together. We're going to sound edit smart, aren't you? Yes, okay, we're going yeah. to edit it. And but,
0: handsome. And handsome. Um, <laughs> He did this record that came out twice, and I think 27 people bought it or something. I mean, it was just an amazing record. Fruscianti plays on it.
4: There's a reference to you in it.
1: Oh, it's like about my friends, I want my friends back and they're all on drugs and ah, shit. I can't be a part of them and they can't be a part well, of me. Here we are now, now you got it. Now, see, I just need to wait 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had both, 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 your, both guitar players. I wasn't going to hold my breath after we left Arizona that oh, day. Oh, that was crusty. <laughs> that was crusty. <laughs> Anthony was crying, I was not crying. I just want you to know.
2: You know, that's, uh, that breaks my heart.
1: I figured we'd go back in a couple of weeks, but we never did. Yeah. Then you got shot, and everything worked out.
2: Yeah, and I came out—you know—I <laughs> came out good in the end, in my fucking rear end, <laughs> the fucking molten lead. Was it lead. in the butt, not in the lungs? No, nah, it's right the fuck there, right it's lower back there. there. Oh wow! Oh, it's still in there. The bullet's in there? Yeah, it's lodged in my spine. It's federal property. You got to give that back. I died the thief, sneak thief. <laughs> They're after me. That's why when I'm you out here. We go
1: through the, through an air, uh, air, oh, airport. Oh, beeps. Uh, yeah, it goes.
2: Beeps? It It shows up. They're like, got to pat you down.
1: Yeah. Oh, dude, you can't be taking weed or nothing on a plane, right? They're going to really search you. I don't do drugs, Bob. No weed? Drugs are for losers, Bob. <laughs> Listen, that's, see, that's an Arizona person talking. This is California.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, weed.
1: <laughs> you got a doctor, of course.
2: <laughs> I wish. I've heard of him. So what, Bill?
1: There we go, Bill. We're done. I think we're done. That was fun. Ta da! uh, Our first
2: motherfucking podcast, Bob. Jesus Christ.
1: That couldn't have been better.
2: That couldn't have made it easier on me. That was
1: good.
0: Today's show was recorded at Winslow Court Studios in Hollywood, California.
3: Something. Me, I believe in nothing It's 4 a.m. and I just got home And everybody's asleep So I just keep listening to a Thomas sing it's raining and raining Over and over again Well, I ain't looking for none of your sympathy I live my life, you know I wanted to be But I ain't never, never lied to no one And yet everyone, they lie to me It's 4 a.m. and I just got home and everybody's asleep So I just keep listening to Irma Thomas sing It's raining and raining over and over again